0: what's shaking youtube and i welcome to the lords of the long box presents the cover price comic book shakers of the Shake week it. we we got a motley crew here to give you our uh weekly offerness. although i think you may get one for sure one i i at least have one here but there are some on here that uh matt went out of his way to make sure you got an offer. yeah
1: proof but, of life uh, list yeah, it's yeah. A, it's any of these books brand. yeah hit us up on, on on instagram we want to see proof of, of life especially the, a couple that we're gonna write on any of
2: these yeah uh
0: but you know there's some that there's one that i at least have so uh before things get started you know we're tired of playing the same old freestyle music so let's go with DJ chalet playing freestyle music shall we
3: if you can feel what i am feeling then the truth is just <laughs> believing you're mine You're my diamond girl, Diamond girl, Diamond girl, You're my diamond girl, Diamond girl, Diamond girl,
4: America's landscapes when this man makes Lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake Spit Orlando lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base Over any damn breakbeat I hastily make pastries tastier Than anything that Wolfgang makes So take notes out of suckers I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump Fishing on lake boats I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you, I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals, befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, Silly's, You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. You're nervous as the impervious wordsmiths hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Yeah.
1: Every it's time, dude. Every I time. I always that. get something new in that freestyle, too, every time I hear it. I catch another lyric or
0: something. Uh, for a lot of you, that reminds you of your high school prom. Did. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of you, it's newer. but that uh right there. But that makes us great because she a went lot of, a, a lot of 80s, A lot of the 90s were probably yeah.
1: conceived to that song. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Shakers, everybody, and lords of the long intro as i like to say <laughs> it but you know what instead of me going there and reading hey so so and so while music is playing i'm able to highlight every single comment so then we can get right to the good stuff now for yeah. another mix no i'm just kidding <laughs> right.
5: another f- dark side jedi say what's good to the people hey hey everybody what's up what's good um yeah let's see what we got we got a lot of good stuff tonight yeah.
0: gabe say what's good to the people you just muted you yourself did.
1: <laughs> technology hey everybody welcome to the show i'm gonna cut it short because i don't know how to work a computer uh have a good time at the show and we going to see proof of life
0: it's right tuesday my, my oh I, hey my
5: shout out to tuesday. ages comics for the sweet oh, shirt, dude, yeah, that let's, shirt yeah. dope. um Highlight i like that guy from i got the idea from uh nemesis prime justin got one give me one and
0: remember it's for a good cause too, so uh, make sure you hit up our friends at Ages Comics of Alaska. JB, say what's good to people.
2: How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the Shakers' list another Thursday night, and tonight's offer—I'm telling you, <laughs> if you got one. I want proof of life.
0: I have—I I think at least I still have one. It's pretty modern, and it was—and uh, it's one of the series I love. But anyway, this cover. This is uh show. Is sponsored by our friends. Over at CoverPrice.com, sign up your price guides, collections, and trends. and uh, Check out their new revamped uh, UI. It's pretty great. All the great stuff they have there on there. Also, our friends over at MySlabs.com, if you're selling uh, your slab books for over $60,000, 0% fees. Or you can sell raw lots, or you can sell other CDC books, as well as sporting cards and all that good stuff. Make sure you hit them up. But today, we're here to talk about shakers make sure you hang out after this top 10 shakers and we're going to see what's shaking today uh, there's this list is combined for our friends over cover looking at the most interesting or high price sales that uh, caught their eye so let's get things started off on uh your freddy first offer although ryan i think you may have this uh for those who i think you may i don't know maybe not but anyway ryan has
2: this
5: you're the man i know he was um, doing a lot of these you know, I may have had it and sold it, but I'll
2: have to see. I had no better cover.
0: Let's kick it off. What do we got for the first one?
2: All right, everybody. First one up tonight, we've got Batman issue number eight, originally published in 1941 from DC Comics. Now, there are many types of oddball and niche collectors, collections in the comic book community, and Infinity Covers are one of them. Infinity Covers, hence the name, show the comic book cover over and over again in perpetuity within the image. Now, these covers became popular in the 1940s, and Batman issue number eight appears to have been the first Infinity cover ever created. Now, given its age and the popularity of Batman, this is already an expensive comic to collect with an FMV of a raw comic at $1,500 Beautiful. in a fair poor condition. Well, this week saw a record breaking raw sale of $1,825 on August 16th for an estimated yeah. 1.0. Good luck, Tall. You're trying to collect all these infinity covers.
5: I like this book. No, I did not have this one. Um, yeah, but it is a for, sweet. For cover.
0: one thousand eight hundred twenty-five dollars, I'd rather buy a Batman issue number oh, eight than Ultimate Fallout for acetate cover. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's all yeah. we're gonna say. I, I and mean, I, I, I uh, let me let me closed. preface the show we by do. saying we are Ultimate Fallout free acetate cover on this show. So if yes, you're looking are. for there, thank God it's we not on here.
5: We are free of the acetate d. <laughs>
0: we are acetate free. All right, and uh, next one up is definitely an offer if you
5: do if you have it i
0: I need
4: proof of life
5: boris the bear this is from 1986 dark horse is the publisher and (laughs) who is boris the bear more like boris the beast when teenage mutant ninja Turtles was released back in 1984 it started a revolution of black and white anthropomorphic characters taking over the comic book industry uh boris was a product of that time coming to life as a hyper violent bear battling knockoffs of the transformers swamp thing and more as only the second title ever published by dark Horse, fans have a special place in their heart for the knee capping robot bear it might be why one such fan recently dropped 426 dollars to secure a cgc 9.8 like many other books in the violent animal vein, there is a minimal supply, with only ten on the CGC census, one signed, and thirty total on the entire census. This book is R A R E Rare. While the lesser known characters, uh books like this are making us well, I'm sorry, while a lesser known character books like this are making a significant comeback. As collectors age and make more money allowing them to secure high-grade copies of cherished childhood books uh, we saw it with the turtles during the comic book and with other titles like cerebus with a ten dollar near mint raw fair market value this is a very affordable book to invest in and um here's hoping that momentum continues
0: wow Paul bear service says he has one to eight congratulations nice. so
2: yep. This is I'd, the second title ever from Dark Horse.
0: Yeah, that and a, I have wow. talked. To, I have talked about teenage radioactive black belt. Uh, I, I uh, do have hamsters that. <laughs> for a while now. Uh, ever since you know when TMNT was hot, I always, I, I always bring up the story where I walked to my LCS and I saw uh, radio black belt hamsters. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? He goes, well, what do you think a Teenage teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I was like, well, yes, it makes sense then to make uh, radioactive black belt hamsters. So uh there you go. But this takes it to even further where it says Boris the Bear slaughters the teenage radioactive black belt mutant ninja critters. <laughs>
3: that, ninja is critters.
0: A, that is such an awesome cover, man. So uh <laughs> Boris the Bear, number one, first print from uh Dark Horse. CDC 9.8, so for $426, man. Okay, get up for super uh... chat. Oh, well, let me clear my throat. Thank you, Ferd <laughs> Bird the Nerd, for the $1.99 super chat. Happy Thursday from the Emerald City. Shout out to all you go, going hey, to Emerald you City. We got a con, oh, con. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'm driving up Saturday. Are you, go- are you going about... there? Yeah, we're driving up Saturday morning. <laughs>
0: Send my regards to all the influencers. Yeah. <laughs> Send my regards via uh, this one. There you go. Oh, Whoa. wow. We didn't even have to invoke his name to bring that <laughs> graphic up. Uh, it was the first time in a long <laughs> time. But anyway, thank you for the 199 Super Chat. Have fun at M4 City Comic Con. Um, I would say enjoy the weather, but is it, it's, still, it's hot up there, too, isn't it?
2: Oh, All of yeah, it- it's crazy hot. And you know what I'm not used to up here since, you know, I'm a transplanted Californian is the humidity. It's I'm really not... ever
0: humid in the yeah. northwest. It doesn't even get hot during the summertime, so it's really weird. It's hot. Yeah, up it's raining
2: today, right yeah. now, and where I'm oh, at. Oh, that's
0: disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. All right. Well, I used to oh, live in Houston, I'm so that yeah, I'm in
2: muggy humidity. today.
0: You haven't been in humid weather until you've been <laughs> to Houston.
3: It's oh, so no, bad.
2: I've been to Houston, Horrible. and that was bad the absolute bad worst, bad. worst in the planet. Oh, He's- good
0: Lord have mercy. But anyway, Baby powder for those bad boys. Yeah. Horse the Bear, number one. What do we got for the next one? I. This is definitely an offer, right? This has got to be an <laughs> this offer. Gotta be an <laughs> over. This is
1: a cool new book. Like, I'm learning something from this. This one's great. Uh, so the got Delivery Boy Man, number one. It's a great title. Uh, from Bongo Comics. Uh, this is back in 2010. Uh, When Futurama ended in 2013 after seven seasons, um, we now have a series returning to Hulu in 2023 with 20 new episodes. So that makes Futurama number one from Bongo uh, going for a purchase price right now, despite the prices going up in 2010. Uh, Bongo created this fun exclusive one shot for San Diego Comic-Con. This is such a fun exclusive that it replicates the fictional comic that Fry created in the 99th episode of season seven. Um, this exclusive is noted as being written by Philip J. Fry, featuring himself as the hero of the story with a cover inspired by Action Comics number one. With an unknown print run, this variant has slowly escalated in prices over the last 12 years, with copies being so scarce today that we saw an all-time high sell for a CGC 9.0 going for $416. There are copies available, um, but you see the prices that are being asked for them going for as high as $475 raw. And there's a
0: 9.8 with an asking price of $3,600. This is awesome. Just the name itself, Delivery Boy Man, right? I mean, just it's 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 just kinda absurd. Um and while we bring up Futurama, one of the best episodes, and it'll make you cry, is where he leaves his his dog back, and his dog waits for him. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a tribute to Hachiko. I don't know if you know the story about Hachiko, is the famous Japanese dog who stayed at a train station for his his owner, even though he never came back. And then Hachiko waited for him every single day until he died. But yeah, I'm sorry, I'm starting to bum myself out now. <laughs> I'm
3: no, sorry me out, man. That but no, there's an episode story. of
0: there's an episode of Futurama where his dog waits for him in the, I guess wherever the past was, and then he goes to the future and he leaves and the dog keeps on waiting for him and waiting for him but uh yeah but anyway that's yeah, that's my futurama story anyway uh let's go from one absurd book to another
2: you think so all right next one well, at least the got... cover looks crazy it is crazy <laughs> we'll wait to hear this story this is a good one next up we've got harbinger number eight the jeff lemire one in 125 variant Originally published in 2013 from Valiant Entertainment. Now in 2012, Dinesh Shamdasani relaunched Valiant with XO Manowar issue number one with Harbinger right behind it. The relaunch was very successful and revitalized the Jim Shooter created company. This new version of Valiant was known to feature top tier art and writing, giving fans accessibility into a comic line that only diehard fans championed in its initial run. Now, despite the dis- success of the new Valiant verse found print runs were still low. Um, despite the initial issues of high orders, retailers eventually moved into only ordering Valiant books for their pull customers who requested them. So to incentivize the retailers, Valiant offered some ultra limited variants with some almost unobtainable ratios like this one in 125 for harbinger number eight now that ratio for a larger publisher like marvel or dc is a difficult requirement but for an independent publishers it's downright impossible this one worked with a little this one worked a little bit different though per diamond for every 125 copies of All November 2012 Valiant titles items ordered, whether it be regular, pull box or combo, you, the retailers, may order one of this variant, making this available across all Valiant orders in an interesting requirement. Though it was still a tough one. With that said, this book is pretty scarce today. Even though the series may not have the same luster it did in 2013, Lemire fans have a tough time tracking down one of the hardest to find covers. This week, it sold for a new high of $300 in a 9.8 with a raw FMV of about $169.
0: So this is one of the rarities where a writer will actually do the art on a cover. Right, um, uh, Gabe. I don't, Gabe. I don't know if you remember the old uh, CDC Museum that used to be part of the Stanley Collectibles booth. Whenever you you had to walk through there to get the Stanley signature, do you remember those days? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember those. There was a CDC nine point eight wink wink of a Stanley sketch, right? And it was essentially Stanley drawing a stick figure, um, and then he put like a Spider Man head, you know, and you know, you know, and obviously Stanley's Stan a writer, but. You know what? For being a writer, that's not bad drawing. Uh, for this one, I mean, most most currently, I think uh, there was a variant that was done by uh, what's that guy's name that uh, we salute? Um, what's his name? What's his nuts? Um, <laughs> oh, no guy. What's his name? Yeah, um,
5: yeah, yeah. I forget. We've done it so many times. Yeah, Donnie
0: Cates. Oh, oh shit. No. Donnie Cates. Oh, Kates. oh wow. Nah. Shout out to Donnie Cates and Kates everything you do for the comic community, man. <laughs> I sorry we had to invoke your name, but uh, Donnie Cates did a <laughs> cover cover. remember that and then the people were like shitting on him and you know but you know what for being a writer he did okay for doing a, a mm-hmm. whole cover on his own you know so there's uh, the a cover was... up there of uh i think it's nemesis
1: uh that uh mark miller did oh really yeah, yeah that he did Ooh, pretty, so yeah, yeah. They, they, they did this before and jeff lemire this is just a weird drawing from him but he's an amazing artist uh oh, yeah. Sweet Tooth. Everybody might know know from Sweet Tooth. That's right. I, yeah. That's his, his work. Arm, this yeah. is just a fun I, little sketch that you ballpoint
0: pen look at. The, but his artwork is phenomenal. I always like have Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn like together. They're like the team for me for writer and artist for what, you know, the stuff that they do. But Harbinger number eight to Jeff Lemire, one in 25 variant. No, one in
3: 25.
0: Kenneth Bird is already six or seven, although we already showed four books. So I, I don't think we can believe <laughs> what he <has> anymore. <laughs> so uh we go one two three and the fifth one this one's cool man
5: yeah man i wish i could play that same hangar song one way ticket to midnight Mm -hmm. heavy metal baby it's heavy metal magazine 183 and a near mint copy of this issue just sold for 560 dollars raw the infamous heavy metal magazine has been a place for groundbreaking artists and writers since 1977, spawning two animated films with pretty phenomenal soundtracks. This issue features a rare variant cover by Frank Miller, limited to 5,000 copies, benefiting the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. The Comic Book Legal Defense Fund is a, an American uh, nonprofit organization created to protect the First Amendment rights of comic creators. Heavy metal proudly pushes the envelope and has given rise to several future legends of the industry. Um, actual revolution always comes with the brave, wild ones. Frank Miller's reliability, uh, or I'm sorry, Frank Miller is reliably violent, often hypersexualized, sometimes misogynistic work, was the perfect. Cover image for an issue championing free speech. Whether that freedom be viewed as positive or troubling, it's still free. The instant or the issue also features a gallery by spectacular Barry Windsor-Smith, so that's swell too. For a mere five hundred sixty dollars, you too can advocate for free speech in comics.
0: Yeah, I was so I was looking up this, and I actually, if we can, when we look at the Shakers later, the actual regular cover of this is badass. Uh It's like this. I don't know who did the regular cover, but I'll, I'll show it to you. Where this one is kind of, kind of black and white, abstract, almost Sin City-ish. It looks like, yeah, this right. is definitely cool. Sin City, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you know, but uh yeah, but heavy metal.
2: I want to see the heavy Gallery metal by Barry Windsor. That would be dope.
0: Heavy metal had a. Little thing that they played at San Diego Comic-Con that they're going to be doing full-blown studio for like a new animated and future film project of all their famous things that they've done, like uh, obviously Tarna, who's the warrior uh, princess chick. Uh, I believe Stephanie Phillips did a recent run for Marvel or no, no, for I forgot, Dark Horse Comics for Tarna, the from the Tarna the Tarnanian, or whatever it's the chick in the bikini with the white hair, and they also have the famous story like the World War II soldiers that like fought, fight the uh the uh zombies and then go back and t- it's, it's it's some trippy stuff. Like, uh, I, I'm all about heavy metal when I was a kid, heavy metal it was like almost like Playboy magazine, right? Because it really know, was. It was on. It was like on the shelves, yeah, but, you it know, was. it wasn't behind the black curtain, as they say. And you can get in then it was uh, lots of nakedness. And, uh, and I remember the movie itself, too. It had John Candy was in it, too. It was such a trippy flick. And uh, obviously music by, you know, Sammy Hagar. This the heavy metal song. Devo is in it. I mean, absolutely incredible Great soundtrack. Yeah. But I think a lot of. Modern writers and artists were influenced heavily by heavy metal, and then in France, like I want to say about five or six, they did something called a heavy metal. Ter- Turlin murder Turlin or something like that, where they continued to on. So I would love to see heavy metal do some, some uh, live action and animated content for the stuff that they do, man. It's uh, it's pretty wicked, man. So why well, have we do the list, boys and girls and Kenneth bird, you can't have six or seven. If we only put four of <laughs> them, but, but we appreciate the effort, man. Sorry. No, no <laughs> price for you. Sorry. No price for you. Uh, if you tired, that's uh you tired of paying uh, absurd prices for your uh, things. For your slabs and all that good stuff, check out our friends at myslabs.com and say join the 1% Revolution.
1: The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlab.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something
0: from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, buy collectors for collectors. Yeah, heavy metal hurlant is what it's called, and I believe it was uh, French language, or at least it was created in France. But uh, check that out. You're, in, you're in hardcore, like sci-fi, horror stuff. And there's a new, there's an animated series on Netflix, and I've talked about it already. It's called Bastard Heavy Metal Something. It's basically an anime that takes place in a post-apocalyptic future where they go back into like uh, medieval times and they use sorcery. And it's it's awesome because they don't actually play heavy metal, but all the spells are based off of heavy metal singers or bands. And so, and so <laughs> if you watch it, it's 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 probably more one of the more risque animes that are on Netflix right now. Because you don't you know, Netflix is it's pretty tame in their anime as opposed you know, from, you know, you know Curse of Overfiend, as I always like to point out. But uh, it's it's out there. It's out there. Just check out. Bastard! Exclamation mark. Uh, that's on netflix right now if you're uh if, once you fall down the anime rabbit hole it's like you just start looking nice, for all nice. kinds of stuff you know what i'm saying that's you know and that's what i did one day I, I, and it was only like 30 minutes long so i finished the whole series so it's pretty good though man you peep it out I'm right, heavy metal 183 to frank miller comic comic book legal defense fund limited to five grand in 1999 so for 560 in a raw near mint copy what do we got up next
1: I got some good old 90s comics coming up here with Justice League of America, number 69. But this is the third print with the uh, purple logo. Uh, DC Comics 1992. The Doomsday storyline leading into the death of Superman is now an iconic part of not just Superman history, but comic book history itself. When you think of 90s comics, it's impossible not to mention the incredible coverage this story received. The death of Superman was a huge deal to fans, definitely. Despite the uh, the fairly quick return of Superman to the world of the living and livid fans complaining that this was just a big cash grab, a little bit of time on this book has served it well. The buildup to this event was epic and well done. The story written by greats like uh, Dan Juergens, uh, Roger Stern, Louis Simonson, Jerry Ordway and Carl Kiesel is still engaging today, and the stakes felt real, which is hard for a Superman comic uh, to create when your hero is practically impossible to kill without leaning on some kryptonite. Uh, despite being formidable, a formidable villain who felt unstoppable, this issue is the third part of the Doomsday introduction, which practically decimated the entire team. This was required reading for the overall story and went into four printings. In 1992, no one cared about uh, subsequential printings. However, today it's a much different story. This third print is tough to find, uh, though sells for a mere $11 for a near mint raw. However, getting a 9.8 is not easy. With only 19 copies on the CGC census, only six are 9.8s. This week, one of those rare copies came into the market and sold for a new high of $650. That's a huge premium for a very low buy-in. This is important to remember when out there digging in the wild, high-grade nostalgia-based comics like this uh, consistently sell for a huge premium in a 9.8. Yeah. Yeah, don't leave these things behind
0: in dollar bins. That's where you're going to find this book on accident. I mean, besides the... Internal insignia where it has Everything on the bottom like you know it'll say Like DC Publishing New York City New York And it'll say like second printing third printing The only way you could tell is on the cover Back see back in the Early 90s or even the late 80s Like uh, you know Very seldom variants had different Covers they were they just basically took The cover and they made a different color or they made it black and white. Like uh, I think about the first appearance of Silver Sable, where it's like a black. It's like an all black and white cover, you know. And but it's it, but it indicates the like second print. And same with like uh, what was that Batman issue? One of the first Robins, where it's just like a different color on the on on this one. This one has four prints, four prints. And this is the the height of speculation. People thought Death of Superman was going to send their kids to college, and then it came back as Electrified Spider, Superman. <laughs> you remember yeah. that? Uh, oh my God! So when he was red and blue, it was awesome. Oh, yeah. All right. So Justice League <laughs> number 69, third print variant. It has 69. the purple Justice League America logo on it. Purple logo. So you, so, and so you 69. also see
1: next to the 69 is the Roman numeral three,
0: which oh. is for third print, too. Yeah, there you get go. So, uh, yeah, you so go. if you're down for those multiple printings, you know, look twice, because this is probably the versions are just dollar bin books. All right, uh, Ryan, um, too bad you're not. You get? Are you getting this one, Ryan? Who's no. next? Not mine. No, you oh, have somewhat yeah, close to this, but mine. you don't have this exact one. Yeah.
2: All right. Next up, we've got Marvel Collectible Classics Spider Man issue number two, originally published in 1998. Now, in the 90s, foil covers were the go to special treatment for variants. While still prevalent today, these were heavily used in the 90s. In 1998, Marvel featured a very short-lived series of their most popular covers and characters, reprinting those issues with a foil version of the original cover. Now, in some cases, like the Marvel collectible classics X-Men, the covers featured completely new artwork. Well, fans mostly ignored this new release until roughly 10 years ago when fans began tracking down copies, quickly escalating the value. Now, many see these Spider-Man covers as variants to the original issues. Yet they're not. That hasn't stopped the value, uh, value from increasing even higher over the past several years. Now, condition is either perfect or awful when it comes to these. So finding that perfect copy can be a challenge. Flash forward to this week, when this reprint of Todd McFarlane's Spider-Man number 1 had a near mint plus raw copy sell so, For a new high sale of $920, a price that 9.8 copies have typically sold for. For example, a 9.8 sold this past June for $1,080. This raw price could be one buyer itching to get a McFarland signature and try their hand at a rare 9.9 or 10. Now, a 9.9 is the highest value we've tracked, at twenty two hundred and forty seven dollars note the foil back cover also features the same artwork but with spidey in his black suit
0: that's pretty dope um so i'm so this one was pricey but the priciest one is the one that i pulled for ryan in a mystery box at uh well actually i sold that i sold that
5: to um yeah yeah I forgot, but
0: it was fast. regularly going for $1,500 in a 9.8, and I pulled him a 9.8. and It's oh, basically man, that's awesome, it was a hundred dollars. It's, it's yeah, it's Marvel Collectibles, Spider Man number one. Uh, although it's the cover from ASM 300, uh, and you know, and, the, and that's why you know, then and, and ever since then, people have all started It's like you know, sub collecting. We always talk about it, and and we always talk about these two, these f- uh foil variant covers, they're either they're either high mint or not, right? Because they are not pressable oh, at all. I'm, once you done. yeah, once you get a ding on it, you're done for. So Marvel Collectibles, Spider-Man issue number two. Can't even get a good picture <clears> of it Unless you know a blacksmith,
5: <laughs> then you might be able to go.
0: <laughs> or you just wrap an assay cover around it. But oh, I'll ba-dum. be here all week anyway. <laughs> there you go. Uh Marvel Collectibles Spider-Man number two for 1998 the uh foil and i don't call it even foil because it's it's really a soft cover it's not like what i would consider like hard foil but you know that's i guess i'm just parsing whatever anyway uh next one is maybe a chance for you to get on the board maybe
5: maybe maybe here you go this is the spider gwen volume two number 24 j scott campbell cover c Gwenum. It's limited to 1,500 copies, and historically, first appearances of characters on retailer and artist exclusives have not commanded a huge premium in the aftermarket. We are starting to see signs of that changing, though, and this Jake Scott Campbell exclusive featuring the first cover appearance of Gwenham is a perfect example. Uh, there were four different exclusive covers that Campbell produced for this issue, but this one featuring Gwenham commands the highest price a raw copy sold this week for $240 while the other three covers typically sell in the $50 to $60 range this book is not exceptionally rare with a large print run of around $1,500 which is kind of funny to say that $1,500 is a large print run but with uh, 384 copies currently on the CGC census uh, of which the majority are signed campbell without question remains one of the hottest artists in the hobby with loyal collectors willing to pay premiums for his books and i say that's funny at 115 150 um or i'm sorry 1500 is because now it's like you get 500 copies 400 now yeah, 1500, 1500 isn't is a huge number isn't yeah, small I anymore mean. which is crazy to think I mean, it's funny
0: too, is rarely do you ever see Marvel allow uh, somebody to put their logo on the front cover, as you see in the upper, lower right hand yeah, corner where it's got
5: Campbell, man. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but on the back cover, typically you can see like, you know, like KRS Comics, well, it's a KRS Comics exclusive, or it's a, uh, I remember in the days, what was the, it was just before all online retailer, what was the name? It was like a shadow or ghost uh, cover. Oh, uh, those ghost it? variants? yeah it was uh and they did a lot of uh, asm three hundred and three hundred one and 301 uh swipes uh on it i'm trying to i i still have some by the way i mean it was those were the first ones besides um you know like a, what was that uh, another universe or was the other store that had the exclusive online variants phantom variants thank you Nemesis prime yeah phantom variant had that little ghost and that was on the front of the cover uh, but you rarely see that now. I mean, I don't even know if J. Scott Campbell does it now, but this is back in 2017 where, you know, because I've been to J. Scott Campbell's booth and I bought one of his mystery boxes for him, and you get all, you know, J. Scott Campbell stuff, but, you know, I was kind of disappointed, you know. either, But it's better than, I will say, at least you got all J. Scott Campbell variants, whereas opposed to some mystery boxes, it's just The best random. boxes
5: I've ever gotten <clears throat> were the ones that Otto gets the, um, I forget I'm sorry, I can't remember what the name of it. Uh, Hero something. Hero something. Yeah, yeah, Heroes.
0: They they yeah. slipped
5: too, though. Yeah. Oh, did they? They slipped.
0: Yeah, they they started throwing in fillers as well. Uh, KRS Comics probably never had some great mystery boxes. Well, no, boxes.
5: I, I, I've never gotten a KRS mystery box. I've always yeah. just gotten a I- straight up.
0: You know. Yeah, when they were doing their mystery boxes, they were all K-Risk comics variants and then they had oh, grand a grand prize. Oh, you a winner all well.
5: day long on those.
0: Exactly. So I mean, other people who do mystery boxes, other people that are on YouTube or Instagram, you can get a one uh, issue number 1 and then you get like issue number 29 of Spider-Man something or other. You're like, dude, what? Really? Come on. I'd rather t- take that money and spend it on something that I know. The worst like this book
5: in my opinion. Well, never mind. Never mind. Go ahead. I Go don't want to say it. Say it. No, I don't it's want. It's
0: out it. there. Right, well.
5: Torpedo was the worst. Oh yeah, oh.
0: yeah. Well, yeah. Gabe used to work, there, so yeah, <laughs> he can tell you. Um, and uh, we won't name names, but uh, he knows. I know the how the box mystery
1: box games are. are how he knows how they out. were picked,
0: yeah. and those are really random, man. Uh, it was just the way people. Well, that's get also into-
1: like speaking of like all these different like uh, store exclusive variants with these high printings. They don't. They don't typically sell out. So they end up just trading one store variant to another store for their variant, to another store's variant, to another store's variant. And then you end up getting all those mystery boxes. Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'll, you know what? I'm going to store new mystery boxes soon. But, you know, my mystery boxes will either have a variant, a first appearance, or a spec in them. Mine's going to either have
5: a comic book or a shit. <laughs> and that'll be the feel. you're going to get us some shit or you're going to get
0: a comic book. I keep on promising awesome. to do that, just like I was promising to do a video on how to take pictures of uh, comic books for Instagram and how to yeah, take without getting
2: glare. Uh,
0: so, uh, apparently somebody heard what I would have been planning on doing oh, for the last few years and they, and they made a video about <laughs> for it for the so, last
5: decade. You know. They finally yeah, made I've, a been, video talking, I've been talking fans. about it forever.
0: <laughs> Key of Golden State knows, too, because Golden Key keeps on asking. I'm still waiting for Devo to explain how to take pictures because I, I showed him and he takes great pictures of slabs. Basically, using a shadow box or two separate light sources pointing toward the slab and they eliminate the shadow. It's as simple as that. Or, or daylight uh, for, uh, you know, it's as simple as that. You don't need to watch a, a video for that. I'll tell you for free. But one day I'll do it, man. I keep promising to do it, but, you know it's good to have a clean surface too like don't take a picture of your comic next to your freaking baby formula or you know uh <laughs> you know unless you're a chick on the, pa- on the stack of other just
1: no oh consent. and make sure if you're holding <laughs> the book files.
5: your toes aren't in the bottom of the picture <laughs> oh those are the best i will bid extra money just for the toe picture
0: <laughs> uh, 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 oh my god well i mean some guys some guys get their wives doing it it's just like a oh cleavage and oh by yeah, the, the way there's a like there's like a comic there too the yeah yeah. <laughs> so Spider-Man, volume number two, J. Scott Campbell, cover C. Gwenham limited to 1500. Jeez, that seems like so. Back then, that was uh, so little, but now you can you can get up to a uh, limited amount of 500. I mean, shout out to our friends at Bird City Comics who yeah. had that. A uh, Billion Genies limited to 500 that shows up as a rare comic on recalledcomics.com. Uh, yeah. that's, a, that's a pretty good deal. So, shout out to Bird City Comics. So, all right. Well, we couldn't have a shaker show unless we had some type of uh, horror pre code EC type book. This one kind of covers it all.
1: Oh, yeah. Thanks. So shout out to uh, everybody at Cover Price for putting these kinds of books on these lists. These are the best. Uh, We always love pre-code comics. Uh, And then pre-code war is even better. So War Against Crime, number 11, good old crime books. Uh, EC Comics, 1950. This is the first horror cover from EC Comics, and it's illustrated by the incredible Johnny Craig. Recently sold for $8,549 in a CGC graded 8.5. EC Comics, the most notorious publisher in comics history, uh, made undeniable waves throughout the 1950s with titles such as Tales from the Crypt, Weird Science, Vault of Horror, and Vault of Fear. EC was the greatest publisher to showcase more mature, short, suspenseful stories in a comic book format, and it got them in a lot of trouble. This issue was the start of that legacy the last issue featuring the war against crime title with the next issue being changed to the vault of horror. This issue also features the second appearance of the vault keeper. EC's anthology books were hosted by a character that would introduce each story, breaking the fourth wall to address the readers directly with dark humor. That whole wonderful, brilliant shift really got going in this issue, making it a pivotal book. If you're the guy that just paid the new high price of $8,549 for this uh, issue, lock your doors because I'm coming in in a ski mask to take your comic. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I turned well, really yeah, that turned dark really yeah. quickly. That sounds like it's somebody like, set yeah. you up. Gabe. Wow, I yeah, know. know. set you up right? for a yeah, read. It's, it's like,
5: like if was reading the prompters. San Diego. I'm from <laughs> Burgundy.
0: So this is the last issue that it was called War of uh, against crime and then it basically becomes you know uh the vault of, you know, vault of uh, horror vault of horror and then you get the, all those you know the great characters that we always talk about on here with the EC um and you always see it on the cover the little tiny little heads of the characters so uh yo this is uh this is What's definitely that? history right here what i thought was interesting was, crazy, was he
2: said that the Crypt keeper was breaking the fourth wall back in 1950 yeah, because he would introduce the stories is basically what he was doing. But he was he's, he's cracking some jokes in there, too. So Yeah, well, he yeah, was what he's called, he's called a the
0: Vault Keeper. keeper wasn't the Crypt keeper?
2: Yeah, keeper. There was a it. Vault Keeper and a Crypt Keeper, I do believe. Uh, the the Vault Keeper breaking correctly. the fourth wall to address readers directly with dark humor. That's kind of yeah. cool, man. So yeah. you know, we, we keep giving all that props to uh, She-Hulk, who's doing it now, and Deadpool for doing it. But it was being done way back in 1950. Yeah. So the and Fantastic
1: Ford did it in the early issues, too.
2: Yeah, did they John really? Byrne, yeah. yeah. No, no, John, I'm talking like
1: early, like issue 11. Oh, early. Oh, yeah. Really? really? Yeah,
2: Stan
0: Lee probably just put it in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So War Against Crime, issue number one. Uh, here's your chance to get on board because I, ha- I know I have this book, so yeah. I know this book is in the ether uh not a it, it, a lot of people have it they may have sold it off cuz people spec'd on this book when Thor Ragnarok came out but uh it uh i think it popped up again because of a scene in
2: She-Hulk maybe maybe i don't know next up the final one on the list tonight what if planet hulk issue number 1 originally published in 2007 from marvel comics now in addition to having a really awesome cover The son of Hulk, Scar, makes his first appearance in this issue. Now, this book first peaked last year in June when a 9.8 sold for nearly $800. While it never dropped significantly, the price settled but has begun to spike again. Last week, there were two 9.8 sales on the same day. One for $600 and one for $525. Now, this book began trending because rumors started circulating in June of last year that Scar will make an appearance in an upcoming Disney Plus She-Hulk series. It appears now that a recent promotional clip that was released has had these rumors resurging once again. For those who have seen
0: She-Hulk, I always watch... Disney shows, pretty much anything with subtitles on, just in case I miss anything. And for those who watch She-Hulk, at the very beginning, that ship that came down was Sakarian from the planet Sakar, uh, basically from Planet Hulk, right? That's the the whole story on it. But, but this is a great reading because this is a story of basically in Planet Hulk... She dies, and then Hulk goes back to Earth to wreak in revenge. But in this story, it's it's Hulk dies, and she goes to Earth and she wrecks shit. Uh, so nice. it's, it's a it's a great it's a great read. I think Scar's a I think the Scar is actually a baby in this uh, issue. Yeah, if I'm not he's right. a baby. yeah, he's not like full blown uh, Scar yet. So <laughs> so this is also a what if, It's not I mean like yeah, in real quote unquote continuity. But some of these "what ifs" but got so popular that it mm-hmm. spawned new characters, like, like what if Jane Spider Foster's Thor? Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely that one. But uh, there's also what if uh, Spider Girl? She's basically uh, the son. of Oh Peter yeah, Parker. the uh, Tom and, DeFalco stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean that one. You know, people kind of expecting Parker. that one to come up. Uh, Mayday Parker. Uh, let me see what other ones. Like to me, uh, growing up, I what if was one of my favorite titles. What if Daredevil? Uh, what if Elektra would live? What if Phoenix had lived? And there's always some dark shit going on. What if Conan was in uh, current times? Uh, That one is another great read. And I love that one, too, because there's a backup story on that what if issue. What if Conan was in current times? Mm -hmm. Where basically, I believe it's either Thanos or somebody ended the universe. Only three people left are Phoenix, Doctor Strange, and Silver Surfer. And they're just in an oblivion uh, because all the cosmic entities have been killed. And they're gonna go, and Silver Surfer goes. I'm gonna go out and seek life, and then so does Phoenix. She goes. I'm gonna look seek life, and and Doctor Strange cryptically says, "Well, I'm the master of the mystic arts of this realm, so I have to stay here." And it's kind of a bleak, really sad ending. But you know, most of those what is stories, man, they were not you know well, just they could like go all
5: out. You know what I mean? It didn't. It wasn't continuity, so they could yeah, really that, go places that a normal storyline couldn't. Yeah, they could kill know? off
0: characters and everything yeah. all through it. Yeah, yeah. just like 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 the current like. What if now? I mean,
2: it's pretty dark. Yeah, that what we, if cartoon was pretty cool. That they just yeah, movies, I can't man. wait for was, yeah, I can't wait for dope.
0: season yeah, I can't wait for season two, man. But uh, let's go see what's shaking today, boys and girls, shall we? As we move seamlessly over to seamlessly our seamlessly <laughs> skadoosh bam. How you like them? <laughs> Broom. All right. Uh, so these are the weekly movers. I'm not going to cover the top 10 because I don't want to because then uh, I'd have to cover, talk about it first. But <laughs> mm. we're here to look at the Shakers book. Congratulations, Ooh. Ryan. Do you still that have man. that?
5: nine point five?
1: Dude, that's such I a pretty did. book.
2: Dude, you need to get it cracked. Get it. Oh, yeah. I need to
1: get it. You got to get this signed by Jim Chung, dude.
0: Oh, I love Jim so Chung is so one of my favorite people. artists. He's such a great internal as well as a cover artist. So this is the uh, CGC 9.5 from Wizard World, which is essentially a CDC 9.8, but they had a special deal when they were at Wizard World, I think Los Angeles. Yeah, it's not Wizard World LA at the bottom. Uh, First appearance of all these good people. Uh, $2,888 recently sold for, I mean, 9.5 recently sold for $2,888. The high sale is last year, July 27th,
5: oh. $3,500. Oh, come on, it's Adventures. the
0: only one I don't have. <laughs> I have yeah. all the
5: other ones.
1: Yeah. It's the I just only got one my, don't my have, number so. one back,
5: too. We'll talk after my, the show, Ryan, Tim. We'll talk after the show. What's buddy. it going to take for me to get that for you, man?
0: <laughs> anyway, um, look at this one. Seven Seas Comics. That's cool. awesome. Ooh, What do we got here?
3: Really? In the Jeez. in
0: this issue of the South Sea Girl, you can say this is a good girl cover. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a good girl oh, yeah. cover because this came out in 1947. Um Three thousand eight hundred dollars and seven point five. Wow, that's pretty high. Damn grade for a yeah, set, dude. Uh, 94, 1947 yeah. dude. Nine point four sold uh, a few weeks earlier for twenty grand. Wow. Holy damn. cow! Like we said, that's some time machine shit. Yeah, like dude, there, that's man. a time machine. Uh, action comics there. Uh one of our favorite issues of is Spider-Man. Daredevil, surprisingly, people are finally picking up. I guess it took yeah. them to have Marvel uh doing it. But hey, I have this one. Oh Captain I like need to great. send that. Yeah. I have one. I
5: got raw, the American raw.
1: first appearances.
0: Yeah, the which is in Marvel Team up, right? What was yeah. that Tim? You got the uh the yeah, the American version is in Marvel Team up, correct? The first yeah, the Marvel Captain team Britain? up, yeah. That yeah, really yeah. great
1: at uh, George Perez cover yeah
0: um boom there you go and if that's uh, funny if you if you watch uh Avengers Endgame uh, she actually mentioned Special Agent Braddock uh when Captain America goes into the room and what and Peggy Carter is speaking if you have the subtitles on actually say it actually says she'll actually say it. isn't it she goes Agent Braddock is already working on it so you know
2: full-on oh, expect man really i didn't know that you just go watch go, go, on on go watch
0: it <laughs> end game again go watch end game again turn on the subtitles and when peggy carter speaks it's like really muffled but you can see she says, uh i have braddock on it and brian braddock is basically captain uh is captain britain so there you nice. go okay
5: two already thing and Catman, dude where Right, the go- third. Oh, line. That's look at the the thing! At first. The thing
0: is awesome. Look, look at my thing. <laughs> Weird <laughs> Tales funny. of suspense and horror. So oh my! What the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> that is super phallic, <laughs> and that? I love it. That's just, it's crazy. Space worm eating Chicago yeah. oh, or something. Two from world.
0: 1954. Raw, no grade, essentially meaning they couldn't verify what the grade was. That's what that means. So Twelve seventy-five, it could be anything, you know. Um, but the highest known CDC nice. is eight point five for seventy-two hundred. So if you guys ever go on the on the cover price, and you see no grade. That means they weren't able to verify uh, through the sales. Meaning, you know, somebody said, "Look at the look at the pictures." I'm not a professional grader, although I've been selling on eBay for twenty years. I hate those. People. Nah. <laughs> be like that. Jesus Christ. But uh, let's look at Catman.
5: Yeah. Holy Catman. That new. is a really cool cover, actually. That is Holy gnarly. Man. I like that a lot. This is very, okay. very. How much is it is this
0: from DC Comics? It looks like a Batman what ripoff. Is or this is, uh, I don't know. It's from Temerson Hellknit Continental from 1945. Catman Comics. Wow. Look at that. And then you got this dude with the dagger and the chick looks very like bad girlish to me. Um, I don't know if, if that's uh, what, oh, that's got, what happened. You're getting choked. You just look like a bad girl. Yeah. Only known highest known value is
1: a, oh, yeah. a 2.0 wow. for $1,200. Wow. Scarish, Not that bad. Uh, my Dracula. My team. Uh, I mean, that's Dracula, a fantastic bro.
0: four popping up on this list a couple of times. That's good.
3: I, uh, good yeah.
0: Fantastic four. Look at super this. Scroll. This is the first appearance of the super scroll. Mm-hmm. Boom. Twelve fifty for a five point five, fifteen grand for a nine point four. If you got the ducats to spend on it, Sam Man has been popping up on the top ten, which I'm super happy for. I finally finished it. Very good series. If you haven't, oh, have you got to check
2: that Ben
1: Riley out. Oh yeah, you know, so Ben Riley. I just there. sold a copy of this to King of the Golden State on my whatnot. That's like been uh,
0: I believe uh, comicbook.com well, on or one of those websites confirmed that Ben Riley is in it's a, on toy. a toy. It's yeah. a toy. Yeah, so they assume that it's going to be in the uh, across the animated movie. So, uh, May 11, 2022. So, for 12 25, you know, everybody's f- favorite clone saga, not that's one of the <laughs> Dude, this is the white. best. I love that blue hoodie.
1: I wish they would just make a Check real blue that hoodie. Movie. Movie. I have one. Yeah, dude, I have yeah, they-
0: one. I have the I have the spider vest hoodie thingy. It was a part of like a Marvel uh remember Mar- they used these have Marvel Funko's uh collector boxes and they yeah. would give you like a shirt collector of Funko. Core box. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah I know I, and know. I have I have, I box. have Yeah, I have this weird spider vest hoodie. Uh, and it's so weird. And I don't like when do I wear it? It's like it's you know it has no sleeves yet it's uh, it's like a you know, you know, maybe I'll wear it on a show and I'll show. The you best guys.
1: thing about this cover is that he has pouches on his ankles. Yes, he really. <laughs> she yeah. has pouches it's, on
5: his ankles. Uh, it's his. It's his friggin' um, very. Uh, he's on house arrest. That- very, very Rob, <laughs> yeah, Liefeld.
0: <he> <laughs> Rob Liefeldish. Uh, is Rob uh, Liefeld the artist on here? No,
1: no, Rob's already uh, gone doing uh, I was gonna say maybe there.
0: they were just making fun of Rob Liefeld to put pouches on and make his feet like that, you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> no,
1: that's, yeah, that's that's the design of, they, they, they stick around for like a little bit, but
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: Rob, yeah. What's up R- with R- the
2: Galaxy's Edge, man? That's one of those ones where they gave it to the employees, or what? Oh, what yeah, that
1: thing popped up on it before. Always, oh, yeah. yeah, we've had this on the list, haven't we?
0: Yeah, man, this is uh, Ghost. If you have it, I, I have a Star Wars that, uh, yeah, a Galaxy 9-0. book, but I don't have this one. They only give this was an Imagineering book. They give this to the Imagineers, which are the people who make uh, uh, all the rides Work and there. shit at, at yeah. Disneyland. Yeah, a thousand dollars for a nine or or right? for six grand. It sold in April twenty four. Um, which one do I have? I think I have this one, but I, I don't have the Imagineer one, uh, unfortunately. So uh, the only people who worked at, at uh, Lucasfilm. I want to say. Got it. I recently recently showed off my Ghost Riders on uh, multiple Fallout. Yeah, multiple look at that. I'm just littering this list, man. Yeah, you're peppering the list. Uh, I want to look at this one because this is Oh, that a Doom cover. Reprint.
1: Yeah. Yes. This, so yeah. Far, I, so, I see this on like everybody's been picking this book up. I see it on my, my uh, cool Instagram feed all movie. the time.
0: Origin of Victor Von Doom, First Prince of Valeria. Love interest of doom and namesake of Reed and Reed's Reed and Sue Richards' daughter. So it actually has a uh, first appearance in there. Whoa, whoa so there slide down. What's the, the most common I wrong slide back friend. down
3: again?
2: Most three. So $275 for a three to 4.5 in this. God, I gotta need to go look for that. Yeah, this. well, it came
0: it's, out in 1969. So I mean, it teeters right on the Bronze Age and Silver Age, I guess, because it's a $20, it's a 25 cent book. Um, but it's from 1969. So, you know, it's whatever, you know, it teeters right on the edge there. Speaking of teetering, look at this dope cover. Nice. Swamp Thing, number two, dollars mm. in a 9.8. Oh, man. I'm trying to think, is this an homage to something? I'm trying to remember. But, man, they I, DC really, they should have bought back Swamp Thing. I mean, they when they killed it off because it was too expensive, they, they should have brought it back, man. Uh good friend Elsa Bloodstone continues to rise. Still as on wait. here. Yeah. Uh Conan. Marvel Superhero Secret Wars. Let me see if there's anything interesting. Ah, uh, here we go. We got so this has been confirmed recently with um, I guess some footage, right? Um from uh, I forgot what show it was, but Iron Heart. Recently, Yeah, Ironheart that the red that the hood. Is going to be showing up. This is the first appearance of the hood, Parker Robbins 42 and a raw near mint 9.8 600 bones. I'm not familiar uh, with this character. Um, he's just a regular hood, he's just a regular villain. But then later on, they gave him powers. Uh, it was, it was a weird thing, like, uh, the hood ended up becoming like having powers, like almost supernatural powers. But he's just starting off as just a regular guy. I think maybe he was. Infection he steals mind?
1: that 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 hood he wears from like some magical person, not like yeah, not Doctor Strange, but somebody of that level. And so he gets powers and so he's like a gang, he's like a gangster, like a like a like a mobster, but with this like crazy hood that gives him like creepy powers and stuff. It's almost like if anybody remembers the darkness from Top Cow, where it's like oh, yeah. that where it's Jack like Escal-
0: Escalino, evil- Yeah, mobster Escalano, yeah and stuff. exactly. Uh Good old fa- oh wow! This is the first appearance of Red. Uh, second appearance of Red. No, it's not.
2: Jungle. Yeah, second
3: appearance.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: this Dude, is the, her first fall. This, how, is, how the how is, wants, the this is the one that everybody wants, though. This is the one. This is the one that everybody wants.
0: Yeah, because she's not, so on, she's the not on the cover on this one. Yeah, no. 181. 181. See, I have this one, so yeah. I have this one too, because this is the first appearance. But of nobody son, wants that. Exactly. They want this one. So you know, I don't. What am I to tell them? This is. I think this is Barry Windsor Smith yeah. too. Um, it looks like Barry Windsor Smith. Well, you know, he did Barry, the series
1: from from start. He did number one all the way up to. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah like you talk about years. detail. You talk about detail in pencil. Barry Windsor Smith absolutely just absolutely kills it's it. It's great because um, you can see his art style change from number one. I see a he's book. A, a Kirby clone in oh, yeah. One. We see a book that. Oh, hey,
1: is that raw, and... Kid.
0: Um,
1: That's cool. Oh, uh, Marvel's going to do Western sooner or later. Oh, right,
0: yeah. 20, 20 grand, grand. for uh, 9.4. Look at this. Rawhide kid, uh, got it, got it twirling his gun and everything. Man, that's the one thing that we don't have enough as good. Um, oh, look at this. Oh, that's a cool Batman. Is this is the foil variant of this one. That's, yeah, Take that's the this foil. One. This is MegaCon 2022 foil what? variant. I,
3: yeah, cool.
0: 438 and 9.8. What? Yep. Highest known value is $710 for a raw. So crazy uh, when I
1: think first came out. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember when this first guy, I, I was looking out for these uh, when they came out. Was it uh, and then he did a run on Detective as well, where he did the, uh, the three issues out of the four. Right. And the Famously, the uh, one that he didn't do had Batman with a holster uh, on the cover. The gun. Yeah. Yeah. That was part of Detective uh, Comics, though. That wasn't part of the Batman run, I think. Um, you no, know. you're correct. Yeah. Um, come on. I, every time I read this, I see this as uh, Dairy Secrets. You know, <laughs> like, you how to, uh, cause you how to milk cows. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, dairy Diary Secrets, number 16 from St. John Comics. Whoa. Uh, hey, if you can What's get this
2: average raw and low grade is too fitty. I'm telling you, any no horror. Any, good Lord,
1: any, anything any, pre-code you want to get. Like, yeah, anything
0: horror, romance. In the 50s. Just they're they're, them all, they're becoming
1: more and more scarce as they continue to fall apart. You know, as they age. You know, that's why yeah. like, that's that's one of the good positive things about grading comics is to be able to preserve for those types of books. It's kind of the idea behind it because those things are <laughs> oh, just, sweet. Gonna, just
0: fall apart tomorrow. That's fucking gorgeous. I've right never here. seen this. That's cool. This so. is that actually one twenty five. Alex Ross cover. Uh, first appearance. A fail safe. Uh, CGC nine point eight. So for three oh five. But yo. Oh, you forget the uh SDCC exclusive.
1: Good. Yeah. No, no, he matched the logo to match with the uh the head. Yeah. Around the, Batman. Look
0: at the Vir- check out the Virgin cover where it's just mm-hmm. him and the uh and all that's pretty dope. Yeah, so I don't, don't care what anybody says. I'm a, i
5: like Alex Ross. Alex and Ross
0: does a lot of his own exclusives kid. from his uh his store at the Alex Ross store. Um,
5: this magazine is haunted.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't want to talk about my two brother voodoos Come on, man. All right, we'll talk no, we about could. this one did no, yeah, that! Magazine sure. is haunted. Or you could look it's at some like zombies, creepier. Oh, look chairs. at that,
5: dude! That's dope.
0: Doctor, Doctor Death. Death, the blind, the doom, and the dead. The this magazine is haunted from if, if Fawcett Comics issue number. Four. Oh man, you can probably just look at this entire run and just be yeah, like, "Yeah, dude." I was, man. I need to just start.
1: I need to get into this stuff. I'm gonna stop buying superheroes. <laughs> I'm gonna start buying yeah, I know.
0: It like was a time where I was like, you know, I want to start getting EC uh, horror books. And it, yeah, well, now it is. I meant shit, you know. Um, there was a time when nobody cared in DC. Swamp things seems to be yeah, popping great. up a lot it's on got this. Batman on least. the cover there. That's the Batman yeah. one. Man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This we, we, um, is the homage, right? In is,
1: and like, what the hell? Yeah.
0: Got to think Swamp Thing's coming, man. I've to seen a lot of Swamp Thing on here recently. Uh let's see what else we got in here. Can't go wrong with Barry Wrightson doing a Batman image. Like, come on. Yeah. X-Men is the first appearance of silk. Or yeah. reprints the first appearance of silk. uh, if you wanna. So what is this? This is the second print actually. So this wow. What the fuck does the first print look like? I think it has the red border? No
1: uh it's sepia i
5: don't know it's the same oh go back so this is the
0: so this is the first print and i think the second print has a border on it that's uh i don't know i can't even tell what's oh, well, the you know second printing right on it actually right under <laughs> number four, i'm yeah. staring at the barcode yeah. trying to look i know at yeah we're all right looking there. for like little clues <laughs> and shit. it says second print right under number four so if you look Fleet. at the first if you look at the first one
2: yeah, under the four, there's nothing written there. I got gotcha. you. exactly. The broken yeah. hip variant is the one you want, though. You want yeah. the broken hip variant? Yeah, that, yeah. you, you
5: mean this the one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this one right here. Well, why is Although, she broken? Because is I that mean, a just natural hip weird uh, placement way on
3: someone's yeah, fans? That's weird like an the way IG.
0: model kind of pose. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, the Umberto Ramos 1 in 10 variant. So this is uh, for silks in the moon. But actually, it's Amazing Spider-Man number one. Let's see if it's noted on here that she appears as um, an actual.
2: How many are there? Well, you're in 1.4. What the hell? Uh, This is where the numbering gets off.
0: There it is. Yeah. So in this one, she appears. Yeah. First appearance of Silk and Cameo. She appears as an unknown character, unnamed character that gets bit by the spider. And it's just a shadow. You don't know who she is. It doesn't mention who her name or anything. And then eventually, four issues later, she becomes becomes Silk. So I mean, it, it it it's kind of like a you know the the same spider that bit uh, Peter Parker ends up biting Cindy Moon. And then so they put it on like it's literally on I think the first or second page of this book where you uh, you can find that. And so it's considered a Silk cameo, although it's I guess it's a true cameo since it's unnamed. Uh, and it doesn't even show our face. It's just literally the black outline of a female. That's all you know at that. So just there you go. Drop that knowledge on you. And then we're outy 5000G. That was fun. I uh, hope you guys did well for those. Um, definitely got a one fur on that list for me, at, at least. Which one did you <laughs> have? I said Jenny. And, oh, I got, I got the, uh, what if book. That's the only one I got. I got nothing.
5: It's a hard list. Thursday's a hard list. Yeah.
0: I That's only got true. this, uh, where they only got this one. Everything oh, else, okay. a big, fat, big fat zero for me. So, uh, like I said, this one was speculated on a lot of people probably sold it by now And that, but it's, it's, I think it's getting its second, second win because of the She-Hulk show. If you haven't seen She-Hulk show, it's fantastic. She breaks the fourth wall in a great way. And you know, she, no, she didn't copy Daredevil. Our bullet Deadpool, she did it before Deadpool in the comics. Uh, just a fantastic for,
2: but Dang not before care. the <laughs> Vault Creeper.
0: What did you call him? The, oh, the Vault, uh, Vault Keeper,
2: Vault Keeper, yeah. not before the yeah, Vault the,
0: Keeper,
5: yeah, the Vault Keeper, the Tevo Keeper.
0: Uh, but we've uh kept you captive long enough. Uh, Dark Side Jedi, any last words?
5: Thanks for joining everybody.
2: Good night,
0: Gabe. Any last words?
2: Thanks for showing up, everybody.
0: See you next week. JB, any last words?
2: Thanks for joining us tonight. If you had a good time, don't forget to hit that thumbs up on your way out, and I'll see you next Thursday for next week's Shaker Show.
0: Yep, and I'll be back Tuesday for the cover price top 10. Hit me, hit me up in uh, in the comment section or on IG or on uh, on uh, the, after the video post. I'll be in Palm Springs over the weekend. If there's any shops worth hitting up, I'm going to be out in the desert uh, uh, for a couple of days for celebrating my girlfriend's uh, birthday. It's going to be a nice 110 degrees and yeah. monsoon season. So I'm looking forward to that. Great. So, uh, yeah. And if you're going uh, so- to Emerald
2: City this weekend, hit me up.
0: There you go. JB is up. Have Are fun. you going
2: to Emerald Survey, JB? I'm driving up Saturday morning, yeah.
0: All right. Make sure you say hi to everybody for us. I'll yeah, we're going to give you the big influencer lines. <laughs> yeah, make sure you wear the Lord <laughs> shirt to represent. We're sending you as, a, as an envoy like to construct shit. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Until next time, keep digging in them long boxes, and peace out.
3: from the cosmic legends of the universe. universe. The Lord he is up oh? get some the, the deal. I'm the best there is. you, is. you shall know that the Lord.